Welcome to the Who Are You Listening To podcast. My name is Susie and I'm here to take you on a musical journey with Crash Kids. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Want to introduce yourselves and the instruments that you play? I am TJ Green. I'm the lead vocalist and guitarist of Crash Kid. Uh, I'm Andrew Dunn and I'm the other guitarist of Crash Kid. Uh, I'm Harry Bang and I'm the drummer of Crash Kid. I'm Matthew Simpson and I play bass. This song is called Absolute Pleasure.
Um, so what was some of your musical influences from when you were wee? So things from family members before you actually started listening to music properly? Hmm. Who would like to...? I'd, I'd probably say like, my dad was into like his grunge music. Like he, he's quite a big fan of Pearl Jam. And so I was always at, like, I didn't even need to sit and learn these songs. I always just knew them. You know, like That's they were awesome. always in my head. They were embedded so into your side. No, I know like all the lyrics to them on. I never had to bother my backside learning them. They're already there. <laughs> yeah. The earliest musical. I feel in the, <laughs> <laughs> the earliest musical. The earliest musical band that I remember hearing is Queen. That's probably the first band I heard before I ever played drums. Um, I remember dancing around to like Don't Stop Me Now when I was like five, just Bye. running around the house. Is there any videos of that? I'd like to see that. No, it's pre iPhone. I can remember. I can remember being in the car um, after nursing. My mum would like to like, take me out to Ed Mazoon that. So uh, we'd put on like a, a CD just of sort of indie music from the last couple of years. So that time, so it was like Franz Ferdinand and mm. the Killers, the Fratellis, that sort of stuff. And that's probably the earliest I can remember. But my dad's probably played any number of songs around the house before that. Yeah. I just. I just can't put a memory to them. I mean, um, personally, I mean, music's kind of. Um, I've grew up. I grew up a, around it a lot, and like around like scooterist music. So it'd be like st stuff that like mods and skinheads and ska boys and uh, some punks and stuff like that listen to. So it'd be a lot of like stuff like. Um, There'd be like punk music, sixties, um, a lot of sixties R and B and pop music and stuff like that. So like, you'll get stuff like I'd get stuff like the Kinks and the Who, and but I'd also get like a lot of um, I'm trying to think of some of the soul singers. <laughs> but like, I, it was a, quite a lot of stuff because my family were around a lot of different kind of styles and stuff like that. And we'd go to like scooter rallies and that where there'd be a lot of music. But growing up, like I seen music as just something that you would dance to. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I didn't consider it as like, and I, I wasn't really a good dancer. I wasn't very confident <laughs> either. So like, it wasn't it wasn't something that yeah. Well yeah, <laughs> um, it's uh, it's I suppose it was something like I couldn't relate to very much. But um, then you know, but I I'd pick up a lot of kind of early influences with like listening to Amy Winehouse, like my walking, coming into the house and my mum would have Amy Winehouse or Paul Weller or, um, you know, Pal and Matini and that, and like just hundreds of music, but it, I don't know, it just never got, it never really got into me until I was, until I was about a teenager. Any particular songs? <clears throat> um, well, I, I learned, I started having drum lessons when I was about 12 and that's where I kind of, kind of I got into music and you know learning to loads of different styles of music in particular uh, I'm trying to think first first song played on drums was um, Another One Bites the Dust because it's pretty easy to play um, but there's so many songs that I kind of got shown and kind of into new worlds of music so it's like remember I learned Stairway to Heaven and and Won't Get Fooled Again by The Who and there's a lot of a lot of tracks and bands that I would never have heard before if I hadn't started learning drums. So that's kind of... What age were you being started learning drums? I was 12 when I started learning drums. I had lessons with, I need to sort of flag this because it's kind of important. Um, DD Drums is where I've had, I've had, I've had drum lessons for about seven years. And that's, that's pretty, that was a pretty big deal for getting, getting good at drums and enjoying it. Um, 
first drummer I probably saw was Craig Blundell, this sort of session drummer. He was probably the person that inspired me to play drums. Um, but there's so many people I've kind of met through this thing in Falkirk, which is really good. So is this like first song, isn't like first song I ever like learn, or is it like just first songs from like? Well, they're both questions that are on my list. Ah, so. <laughs> so is it is this is this particular one of the like early songs that you? Uh, uh, what one that comes to mind was because I remember my mum and dad were putting down putting together a CD for their scooter club, and they asked me what song would you want to put in, and like instantly I said Rain or Me by the Who, which was. Like, when I listen to that song now, I'm like, that's a very deeply emotional <laughs> song. That's, that's a very, like, powerful song. Like, at, at, like at the end of the album, Quadrophenia, and it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I, it must have just, it just hit hard, and I don't, I don't really, I guess what it's time. Nine or ten, like really quite young, and like. I can imagine just like Premier Six TG going. Oh, I'm so deep. I'm so deep. <laughs> no, like because I guess I didn't. I didn't even get like that, and like I didn't get that. I just, mm. I just knew like it felt really powerful, but I didn't know why. I was just like, yeah. that song's amazing. But nice. I'd probably be an early one. Besides, don't stop me now because I really like Shaun of the Dead. Um, ah, yeah. There's yeah, so much yeah. good songs in there. See the Cornetto trilogies. There's oh. so many good. Yeah, yeah. Edgar Wright just aye. nails, but nails music. Yeah. Aye. What about you, boys? Aye. I don't know. <laughs> there, was, there was just one. Uh, like I said, my dad listened to a lot of Pearl Jam. And there was just one song that I remember called Daughter. And for some reason, when I was younger, I remembered like hating it. I was like, I, I really can't stand this song. I hear it all the time. <laughs> and see now that I think see the now that I listen to it, I'm going, Ken, that's actually brilliant. <laughs> I'm like, what, what am I thinking? <laughs> You know, but it's just, it was weird. I think it was more of because I thought it was repetitive, mm. but it was just because, like, obviously, in your younger years, you're not actually picking up everything that's being said. Whereas now I'm listening to it, it's like, yeah, this is actually really good, you know what I mean? Mm. So, aye. First, I can remember say, I, I can't remember tell, I see that it's a doorbell or Think About My Doorbell by the White Stripes. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, maybe it might have been Jack White by himself, I'm no, not sure, but. White Stripes. White Stripes, aye. That song. No clue why. <laughs> I don't know. So weirdly specific. I, thought, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I just this was like when I was like four or five. I can remember this from, but it could have just been like I heard a song about a doorbell and I went, "Oh, that's funny." Yeah. <laughs> 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 something as stupid as that. I heard a song. Oh, it's about a doorbell. Doorbells are cool. Four-year-old Matthew went, "Oh, cool, great song, <laughs> banger." Catchy. Yeah. So, what were some of the first songs that you ever learned on your chosen instrument? I, well, Mings was the um, first song I learned because I, I started playing guitar quite. Well, I started playing my instrument, which would be guitar, quite late um, compared to some people. But it, would, it was um, Horse with No Name by America because what, mostly because it had two chords and it was the only thing I could remember learning on guitar very early, like in first year or something, like when we were just first learning the guitar and the music. Um, which I didn't pick it up then, but um, I and then after that I learned good riddance and then took those chords and made my first song with it. Nice. <laughs> I think that says a lot about my process. <laughs> and writing songs just take ideas and, and innovate and do my own thing. Can <laughs> you still remember your first song? Uh, yeah, it's called Imagine a Lifetime, and I made it in August of like two thousand fifteen or something. Um, yeah, I, I can I can start like I can still play it, but. It's long. It's <laughs> sad. Very sad. But it's alright. It's it alright for a good a first bash. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess we're learning drums once you learn the simple like boom whack. 
Boom Whack. You can play quite a lot of songs, actually. Yeah. <laughs> probably most of like ACDC's roster. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was like the first lesson. I was just like, oh, okay, here's a, here's singles, here's doubles, here's paradiddles. You go boom, whack, boom, okay. And here's yeah, another one bites the dust. Okay, there we go, done. <laughs> I talk about paradiddles in high school. I'm just totally uneducated about <laughs> music. I just learned it on myself. Oh, is it? Um, my first song was I think I played Other Side by Red Hot Chili Peppers on one string. That was <laughs> that was my achievement. I'm just this way. You're better at guitar, <laughs> and I actually did it in high school. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I didn't even start off on bass. I learned piano from when I was like five or six, and uh, I didn't. I didn't even pick up a bass till S3, so I was even 14 when I picked up a bass for the first time. So, and uh, before then, I, I tried to learn guitar. Managed like, the th- you know how you do it? You know how you do like those three string chords at yeah. first? Yeah, yeah. So I'd learned, uh, I saw her standing there yeah. by the Beatles on the yeah. three string chords and guitar. And that's pretty much all I played on guitar for about six, nine months straight. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even bother learning another song guitar. And eventually, I just I came to bass and I went, Okay, yeah, I can, I can dig this. I can dig this. So I started learning bass, and the first song I learned was Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand. Excellent. And that was song, yeah. That was the first song I learned. It's so easy to play, but it just sort of kick-started me into bass. Mm. So what about some of the first bands that you ever played then? This is my first band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. for, I, I, I guess as part of this, we all need to kind of part of this thing called Rock the Top that's not around anymore in um, Falkirk so you kind of I was playing with people for a while but I never really had like there are a few like sort of people who were like oh let's let's form a band and do a gig at this kind of like Rock the Top um, but it wasn't really it was more for just playing with people it wasn't really it wasn't really the band so this is kind of my first band as well I remember I remember a band that you were technically a part of because you had a Facebook page and yeah, I seen it that's, I, that's how <laughs> that's how a band starts they go like, they don't talk about the music just go alright let's, let's get a Facebook page yeah they're Facebook they're like alright we can yeah. practice and it's like oh because yeah because I could remember like um, when because we were in a uh, Nat Five together. Yeah, and then and uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna ask him to be in my band. It's like it's like asking somebody. You know, you know, I wrote a whole paragraph before I sent it to you. I did, I did a draft before I sent it to you. And then, but I remember like looking and I saw like you, you like that you're a part of this like page once, and I was just like. I can't even remember. It was like the black. It was a really emo thing. It was yeah. It was it was just not. You wouldn't have fit in if it was emo. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this. Your mascara, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> this, but this was basically my first band. Um, like we went through different formations. Um, yeah. Start started off. It was me. It, we were basically we're the original, the mm-hmm. only original members, um, from the very beginning. Um, uh, but I think we went through. We had three previous band members, uh, f- in, di- in different, in different yeah. formations, and then this is our new lineup. So, mm-hmm. yeah, went just, uh, just ch 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 changes. I had to throw it in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't stop them. Uh, my first band was a, a band just played at a sort of school open mic night, and we formed specifically for this open mic night where we went, oh, we should play something like this. And we went, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So we learned, learned to take me out. And uh, I, was, I was singing, I was doing lead vocals and bass at the time, which is 
It's not a good combination. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't. I don't know what it is. There's something about it. You just cannot do it. Yeah. But I did it. it. Didn't go very well. And we we're due to play two songs. We we're due to play uh, "Take Me Out" by Francis Ferguson, and then we we're due to play it "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Classic high school band song. I'm sure we gave that a whack at one point as well. So I played it. We we're, yeah, we're due to play those. We're due to play those two songs, and uh, we played the first one. And then, in between playing the first one and playing the second one, our drummer left the band. Honestly, <laughs> 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 the, drum, the drummer just went, ah, I don't think I can go and play the second one. Why, why, why Couldn't not? do another song. One song and then I'm like, now I'm done. So we had to get another drummer in who we'd never rehearsed with before, oh. but who knew oh. the song. Oh. I, I don't know if you know, do you know Sophie Livingston? Yeah, I know, been, I know Sophie. Yeah, you, you know Sophie, yeah. yeah. She's been, she's about in the scene a lot, and she does quite a lot of session yeah. stuff now, and she's a really, really good drummer. She's a couple of years above us in school. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just like, listen, our drummer has just left the band. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to play this song between to close one, up the night. Between one song. Yeah, between, the, between our two songs, man. Two songs in the set. And so like, the Stars Like Teen Spirit is notorious for having a bad drum part. Yeah, it's I know. like the, the it's, best. But yeah, that's... That that's, was the story of my first band. Band disbanded. So I turned up. I turned up for the gig at Rock the Talk and they didn't turn up. So it was just me and a bunch of these like old guys. It was fun, but it wasn't really the same. It was just kind of like yeah. <laughs> it was like sort of like jazz improv. Oh man! But no, that was my first band. And Good one of the one of the, the the sort of lead guitarists in the band. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say his name because I'll get harassed at school for it. But. Um, Say it. <laughs> no, it begins with an A. Okay, oh. it's an Andrew, but it's not this Andrew. Oh, thank, oh. thank fuck. Oh, um, <laughs> but basically, what what he did in the middle of the in the middle of the gig is he he threw his pick out and he signed this pick. Oh, right. God. He was a real he was a real creep he was a real creepy guy. Oh, a lot of stuff a lot of stuff came out of it afterwards, which we thought, oh god, glad we're not in a band with him anymore. Yeah. But he threw his pick out into the audience, oh, and god. this one of my friends picked up. He's a really really talented songwriter, and. Uh, and afterwards he came up to her and went, you should keep that, because when I'm famous you can sell that for a lot of money. Oh. And everyone's skin I was just I already like, hate this oh. guy. One of those, one of those people. people. Yeah, it was, it was like the weirdest thing. And considering it was like, we were like S3 at 14, we didn't really have a good grasp of what, what properly creepy Jesus. could be. But this, <laughs> but, this, but this properly made us go, oh, Jesus. why did you do that? That is grisly. So yeah, that's... <laughs> grisly. That was my first name. <laughs> That's the scum. Have you been in any other bands? No, this is my first one. I might lie in my bed one night, TJ takes me, you might be in a band. Yeah. So where did the name Crashcath come from? Hmm. Well, that would be mine, wouldn't it? That'd be mine. Like, I was... We, well, we were hanging the names. We did have a name at the time, which I will not disclose. Please don't, please don't. It's, uh, like it's disgusting. <laughs> tell us, tell us. No, a bad name. It, it, it wouldn't become a name. <laughs> but um, I, I really, you know, we like, I, I used to like write it in the back of my jotters and stuff like hunters of names and like, like see what it looked like written down. And I'd like go for hundreds of names. We had that when we did our first. I, I, I took our two. It would take months for me. I'm so indecisive. Yeah. And then I was just like, and then I liked the name the uh, the Clash. So I was like, alright, there's a start. We'll work it. And I was like, the Clash crash. We'll go for that, right? Crash. And then I was listening to a song called X Kid by Green Day. And I just like, 
I don't know why I just was attracted to these Lord Kent. Yeah. I just put them together. Uh, <laughs> and, and like and then um and then we, I, I found it like a couple of months ago that apparently it's a it's slang for a joyrider or something like that. So I was apparently actually this random name I just <laughs> Put it together was like that's an actual thing. It's like right, fair, cool. <laughs> I bought it. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what it just came from. And then, uh, and then we found it boring. Well, I f- found it boring just being like normal caps. So I was like, we should just put all caps, man. <laughs> Throw that on. You know, because Muse did it or something. Muse did. Yeah. They did. Uh, so evidence. I don't. I don't. I don't know if they did. I. I... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> on YouTube, it's like it's like that. So it could. It could so. be. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of just where it came from, and then we just stuck with it. So, what about some of the first gigs that you've ever played then? <laughs> what was our first gig as a free piece? <laughs> oh, well, was, the, was it the mango? Yeah. Well, so well, a, we, we, we normally say that our first gig was Bar 209, which are, was our second gig, because our first gig was a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> we were, it was, oh. it was this restaurant called The Mango in. Um, Bank knock, I guess. Yeah, well, like, yeah. Dead yes, Dead yeah, head, yeah. Somewhat, yeah. Um, and it was kind of like a talent show thing. Yeah. Um, it was okay, but, you know, people were only there for free grub, to be honest. They, weren't yeah. really, they didn't really care about the music. We, we played one song, and it was... And everyone and, everyone who went there, it was like a family... You vote on who wins. So basically all it is is people get the whole family to come <laughs> in, and then it's just like, uh, right... You have to vote for like you get one vote and then you can, yeah. and then you, you can't vote for you can't have like every vote be on the same person. But so yeah. it's just like okay, I won't have all my votes, but I'll have majority of them. So everyone's just if you have the more family members, you yeah, win. But, um, yeah, and it, it was like we 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 it was the first time that we we're all properly into a PA and like full volume and like playing like in the sound check there were some people there so it was the first time we really played yeah and it was in a, there. it was in a hall it, as well and it was sounding good and we were we were all excited folk were like kind of like mm. And it was, it was and like, and like, a lot of people yeah it was so like at sound check we were pretty confident about it when we go on first and we're we're playing the song we're in the intro and then and then it's like it's like oh this is feeling good i go to sing nothing comes out <laughs> Like my mic, nothing, and this absolutely throws us off. And the song, and this, like, and, I, and I'm like, oh shit. And there's these guys like running about trying to sort my mic and that, and I'm just shaking my head the whole time playing. And like, and like, and they finally get all set up, but by the point, it, it was just, it just all fell to bits. I, I remember going, I remember going off, and I was like, oh, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh no, it's the end of the world. And you just had to be like, it's fine, it's only our first gig, and I'm just like, <laughs> but yeah, it was no. good on the whole. Though. It was. But the but the bar the, the our second gig was quite good. It was really it was quite good yeah. for our first gig. Bar two and I know or the anchor or whatever it's been known. But yeah, yeah. Was yeah. I know at that gig? You. Uh, I'm sure you were actually. Yeah. No, no, no. You were at the second bar two and I oh, gig. Because right. that was when I walked up to you and put. High heel boots on a table. I was like, and I had these high heel boots on, and you're like, decent. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And then I got up and like, in sound check, I was playing "Wish You Were Here," and you just went, nice. <laughs> and, like, and that's when a friendship was born. Yes. <laughs> but, aye. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, Matthew, but mine was Ivory Blacks in Glasgow. Mm. First, uh, game, first game we played uh, with this current lineup. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was quite good. That was good. <laughs> got say so myself. We brought a lot of folk, yeah. folk, folk to come eh? so. Uh, Most, mostly week. your friends. Uh, yeah. You just invited like the most of Denny. Uh, my, dad had, my dad had the extended family coming like it was good. but it was good. Just cause you could see there was like videos and that getting taken. Oh, we were all playing and everybody right at the front diving about again. T shirts uh, were coming. You you did up a t shirt and just showed us at one point. You just had a good first gig, that's annoying. That <laughs> <laughs> was my shit. No, 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 no. That was my, that was my, that was my fake first gig, though. That was. Yeah. Oh, he, had, he had the smells like the spirit one with the double yeah. left. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh. So, what has been your most memorable gig or performance then? Oh. As, as, the, as the current lineup. Yeah. I would say North Star. North Star is the best one so far. We had it properly packed. It was all nice and sweaty. Um, I know it was, it was. I think it was one of the first times where like a good a good bit of folk were like singing back. Ah, it was yeah. singing along. Pleasure, eh? Ah, and same with pre-show jitters and that. Like folk were like just singing along, and I was like, that's brilliant. And then we got people to chant back. We had Wester's holiday. Um, we had folk in the audience making the audience clap, ah, yeah. <laughs> like which was. I was getting James A. Went right uh, to the front just, of the audience. Shout out to James Henderson. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our hype man. <laughs> 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 uh, I know that was a good gig. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that. And we we had it, it was like because uh, we had set up the bar two hundred nine gigs, but I think like as a gig that we set up, it was, I think it was. I really enjoyed it. Like we had yeah. really, we had good bands. On. And it was, it was good, sort of good, good com- support. Completely bands. us as well. You know, we went in, and they, when we went in, obviously it's a venue that serves food and that. So the people still having their dinner, <laughs> as we're having to sort of clear tables out of a corner. We just so, like, and then we set up like the drum kit. Set up. All we the just amps. invaded North Star. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no mind. We went in. There was somebody who was scheduled to have a birthday dinner. You've got to be me. No, that was a really good gig. But I mean, I mean, I mean, going in and uh, Andrew, Andrew points me over this sort of like booth seat that went around the wall, and he goes, "I bet you'll be up on that by the end of the night." Half it was. It was like three songs, and you were fucking on it. And then the bassist from the shows. Uh, the the bassist and the leads, the leads, the leads. This was the shows were in the audience, and when I went up with the bass, it was for the the solo bit in absolute pleasure. And I, I, I swung around and I almost caught him in the face. And I'm like, it's like an audition, oh. just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like that. That's yeah, rock and roll, baby. This <laughs> <laughs> is not rock and roll. <laughs> so, um, the next question is about your holy fuck moment. So that is the moment when you're on stage, the people are singing the lyrics back to you, and you realise that you want to be a musician for the rest of your life. Yes. Um, I'm wondering when. The... I mean, see, we've done Ivory Blacks. I mean, we played Chelsea Dagger. And I've, I just remember just seeing hands because oh, we had the big purple lights in our face. I couldn't even see anything. I just saw hands, Aye. and I was just like, kind of just starting to pick out faces. And I mind, I saw my sister's face that we jammed in the corner. Like, oh my pal just basically dived in front of her. <laughs> 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 I was just like, yeah, this is this is a bit wild, Ken. And again, for our first gig as well, I was like, it can only really get better for this. Aye. this is yeah, the ones that the ones that Ivory Backs have been really good for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I came. Like I think we had like we had stuff like that early on where we were just like, Oh, this is great. Like, why just do this? But like it's nothing compared to like the stuff that we, like we do now. 
Um, like when at Bar 209 everyone was sitting down, nobody's sitting down anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm only the fuck to the front. <laughs> it's, like, it's, a bit, it's a bit hard to sit down with the music that we play now. It's a yeah. bit, it's a bit mere in your face. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, no, I like, I, I think um, the gigs that we're doing now, that's kind of made me go, uh, like, uh, yeah, I, I, this is, this is, this is it. Let's do it. Let's go for it. It's just the amount of fun. It's it's the most amount of fun I've ever had. It's so fun. That's band. the thing. It's you know, playing with the lineup that we have now is the most amount of fun I've ever had. Mm. But I mean, I, if you're that good, <laughs> it's not like when I, when, when you're locked in when you're locked in together, it's just yeah. It's feel like such a unit. formidable like sort of like unit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. Nothing, but uh, yeah. I feel I'm gonna disappoint you guys with this, but my my holy fuck moment was well before. Oh. Well, for meeting you guys, oh. uh, playing uh, playing in the pit band for one of our school shows. It was School of Rock, and uh, I was playing bass in the pit band for that. Mm. And it, it was a brutal, brutal performance because you had to sit sit play for like an hour and a half, four nights in a four nights in a row, which was difficult. And uh, wow. I remember just after it, thinking like my fingers were calloused, almost almost bleeding, not quite, but so the fingers were calloused. My hand hurt, my shoulder hurt from the strap. My knees hurt from having to rest my bass when I wasn't playing, and I just remember thinking, I am in so much fucking pain right now, but if I had to do this every night for the rest of the month, I'd be quite happy. Mm-hmm. Even even though I was in pain, yeah. and even though even though there was so much stuff I went wrong, <laughs> I just remember thinking, yeah, I could do this every single night of my life. I think like there's never really been a point where I ever thought it wouldn't be something I'd want to do. Like, like I don't think there's a like that's the thing where it's just like there hasn't just been like one moment. I feel like it's just every single time I've done it or done anything to do with music. Yeah. Even when I'm hating, when I'm not getting a song written because I'm like it's not working. Why is it not working? <laughs> like the the, the, song. The, the hate that I have for it sometimes where it can be like a pain in the arse. But like it's just it's, I've never never had a doubt that it'd be something that I'd want to do just forever. Yeah. At high school, every year I would kind of play in drums. I would play like the um, at a talent show every sort of Christmas time, um, and that just became something I just I did it. I did it the in first year, just like it was like some exam piece or something. I just played drums because I was like, you know, you know, my dad was kind of like, you know, drums are drums are good, but you can, you do need to do as much as you can with it and perform it, and instead of just playing it. Um, yeah, no, no, no. And so I did the talent shows at school every year, and it was like every year was kind of like, how can I, you know, top it and uh, get people, you know, groove into it, um, and that's kind of, that was a lot of fun. So, um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm like interested in like what your dad said, like what you said that your dad was saying. Well, it's like rock and talk. Rock and talk is a thing. Yeah. You know, it's like drum drumming on your own is kind of, you know, you can get an enjoyment out of it. No, but it's. Get, yeah, it's like I'm, I like I totally agree with it. Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like, like I I remember like, uh, like I've just always thought like if I'm not like I only learned guitar so I could make songs to be in a band. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if I wasn't in a band or wasn't yeah if I didn't have the intention to be in a band, I probably wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's all I feel like it's different with guitar though, because like take bass or drums. You can't you can't really do anything with just a bass. Or just a drum kit. I know, but people like, people make careers out of guitar, but, I think but then again, it's like different kinds of playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think like what I'm meaning is like I think it'd be the same if I wanted to be a bassist in a band. I'm like I'd probably only yeah. learn it 
I would probably only play it to be in a band. I, I play, I, I play and make songs with the intention to play with other people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I don't same, even, I don't even really yeah. like doing solo acoustic. I've done a few, but like it's really not the goal for me. My goal is to like play with other people because that's what I. When when you when you play when you play when you play solo, you've got no one else to bounce off of though. Yeah, because right. you, you can be up on stage yeah. with like the four of us mm-hmm. and. I, I don't know, I could just get all vibey when it's the future, but you do get that sort of energy yeah. across the stage and everyone is in the zone and everyone's yeah. feeling good about playing the music. Whereas if you buy yourself just it's a, whole, a it's a whole different thing bouncing off bouncing off each yeah. other. Maybe just like going, Oh I'll, I'll accent this bit or mm-hmm. it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Oh, I love you guys. So this is the part where we talk about who you're currently listening to. So if you could please get out your phones yeah. and let me oh, see who you've been listening to on Spotify. Oh, Can I get a charge? Oh, I'm going I'm I'm to reveal that I'm just a hipster because I'm not sure. You should talk about yours. I'm going to go charge this quickly. Um. Uh, I've, my sh- I've got my shower playlist up. I've got the Nicker Jackman, a band from Falkirk. And they, they've got a song called Gordo that I listen to when I'm in the shower. Just built my wee heart. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, do you want to see like, my, my top 2019 songs? Or? Yeah. Oh, right, okay, top 2019 songs. Who do you think? So, uh, they're actually, a lot of them are from bands where. Take like one of them is Come Closer by Miles Kane. It's the only song by Miles Kane that I know. I, oh no, honestly, I don't read other music. Do you never find an artist that you love and then go back through the rest of the songs? Or do I do, I do do that sometimes. Yeah, but with Miles Kane, I just sort of, I listen to the song I'm like, oh, this is great, and then the rest of the stuff sort of went, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> which is it's a shame because he's clearly he's clearly really musically talented. But I just yeah. I listened to that song, loved it. The rest of the stuff yeah. wasn't even really love it. But uh, yeah, top is like what she came for by Franz Ferdinand. Uh, Pressure by Muse, Books from Boxes by Maximal Park. Maximal Park are amazing. I love them. Um, yeah, Maximal Park are amazing. Uh, if You Wanna by The Vaccines, Figure It Out by Royal Blood. These these guys introduced me to Royal Blood. I'd never heard of them. Oh, You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. We met, never heard of them. Ah, we did, we, we did. Met, oh, we, we, met we met Mike Kerr and <laughs> Ben Thatcher of Royal Blood. I have, my, I have both their signatures on a jacket of mine. I, have, I was wearing a Royal Blood t-shirt and I got them to sign it and I've still not washed it. It's hanging up in my wardrobe. Absolutely. <laughs> it's still absolutely. It's ah. like the, neck, the neck is stretched okay. just because of how sweaty I was. <laughs> I, I absolutely shit myself when I met Mike Kerr. I was stuttering like a little bitch. <laughs> like, I was just like, <laughs> Love what you do, man. <laughs> but like, like it was, and then I might, and then then we met Ben, and he was all cuddly and fun. So uh, it wasn't as intimidating. There's, but, you know. there's, there's uh, oh, one. My, it's coming on. It's coming on. By the way, I'd like to note that you have three of our songs on your playlist. <laughs> right here, I joined the band this year, so I had to learn them up. It's fine, I've, I've got, I, I've got, I had pre-show jitters in mind in my top five songs in 2019. Oh, I love my band. One of, one of the bands I have been listening to actually is a, it's a band from York called King No One. And uh, they're an indie band, they're not signed to anything, they've got something like 80,000 maybe followers on Spotify, which isn't a lot for a but just anyone who's listened to this. I recommend them, they're fantastic. Any particular uh, songs? I, I'd start with, maybe maybe Alcatraz is a big song. I think it's got three million plays. And uh, other than that, Lemonade off the recent EP and stuff. Yeah, but I'll, I love 
all their songs and it's it's weird to find like such a small band that I just listen to and think, but they've got a bad song. How how are they this small? It's weird to listen to a band like that. That's what I was like, see with the snuts. I, I found I found them like they were supporting the view or something in Falkirk. Yeah. And I was going because the Nicky Jack men, I liked them at the time, so I went and I saw this other support band, it's nuts, I'd never heard of them. Again, I started listening to them on Spotify after it, and they only had like 20,000 listeners, right? Yeah. And I think they're about half a million now. They're they massive. They've blown up, yeah. They were playing head, uh, main stage at Transmit this year, yeah, right? I really love all their acoustic stuff, his voice is amazing. Aye, listen, they were really good. Oh. You introduced me to that um, band Black Midi that I'm really into. <laughs> you it's introduced like, him? I, know, that's I thought you introduced him. No, that that sounds like something you'd listen to. <laughs> yeah. It's like weird Foster math Foster. rock band yeah. from London that are really good. I, um, there's some called BMBMBM where they have like some rant that plays from like a phone. It's like something from Big Brother, I think, but it's really funny. I mean, it's, I don't think it's funny, but it's, it's, I, it's That, that good. song is like a car crash, isn't it? But it's like it all stays in time. It's just like boom, and then just screaming. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. It's like it's like the bit in Back to the Future. It says you know, you, you know, maybe a bit too, you know, you're not ready for this, but your kids will like it. It's kind of true. I've got more queens in the Stone Age in here. I think I, I think I only properly got into Queens of the Stone Age this year. Really? Because of you. Uh, yeah. Like I properly got into them. Like I always listened to like some of their songs, but like never, not quite as much. Uh, but so. That'd be, but um, uh, I started listening to like some different like like I started listening to Billie Eilish and the nineteen seventy five and stuff this year. Also got into Harry Styles. Harry, <laughs> Harry Styles, right? It's a good album. It's good. That first I, album. I remember. I remember being back in like primary school and listening to One Direction. I was like, like this guy's fucking thing you sucks. Yeah, and but now he's released his two albums and I'm they're like, fantastic. Where the fuck has this been? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We always knew he was a talented band. Aye, ah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's Mr. Cool. Yeah. The rest of them with their solo tunes are shit, so that shows you where it all was. I do love men that are over 20 that have really strong opinions about One Direction. It's just like, you have really strong opinions about oh, music for 16 year old teenage girls. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. 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 Really we're, we're allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's a lived that. Yeah. 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 Uh, drill. Oh, they're, good. they're a good band. They've only got two singles out, but uh, Fun by Drool's really good. I also like Junkyard as well, but um, I got into them. They inspired that recent song, actually, that I made, that I was showing you the other day. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I, what do you think? Two as well. Joy Division. Oh, I got into Joy Division this year. I got really sad this year. It's <laughs> 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 just like yeah, at first I didn't. I like I've heard of them before, and I was like, ah, oh, they really get it. And then I, I watched uh, Control, the uh, the uh, the biopic of Joy Division and Ian Curtis, and I was like, oh boy, this boy is really sad. And I was like, I'm gonna listen to his tunes. And I was like, oh god. I yeah. saw something for that. No, it was really good. Yes. I saw something for that. There's something on YouTube and a clip came up and it was like he wasn't he wasn't going to the stage. Mm. Like he was standing and they had to get another singer to go yeah, and yeah. they all started booing him. So he came out, sang a wee bit, then left and got the other guy out. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. The whole crowd ended up fighting and all that. Aye, aye. Aye. I think it was like he had just he had just been at the hospital or something mm -hmm. and they had asked him to do a show and he was only like, they'd only been out like an hour. Yeah. And uh got into Black Sabbath as well. Like I always liked them, but I got into Black Sabbath, and that, that was a weird period. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, man, yeah. So we're looking for some heavy songs yeah. coming up later in the year. I like think you went for the 1975 to 
Black Sabbath. Mate, my, my music taste is fucking nuts. <laughs> like, you're gonna ha- you'd have a roller coaster with my playlist. Um, um, and you know Frank Carter and stuff like that. But I was already listening to him. And Cleopatrick. Cleopatrick. Yeah, they're really good. Yes, he showed me that. Yes, I love them. I was listening to their EP. What one was it? I don't know. I think it was the boys. And then I listened to the uh, that bluesy single that they had, but it's like six minutes long or something like that. I loved that. See that one you sent me? Daphne did that. Da- Daphne did that. That song's about Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Or Daphne. Sorry, it's describes, about Daphne. Describes, <laughs> describes, <laughs> he, he Daphne uses, Scooby-Doo. He uses, he, yeah, he describes the woman as Daphne. Yeah. Not Scooby-Doo. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what we do. I dug the ducks. <laughs> I, that's, that's the fuck, man. Scooby-Doo they have just announced um, an extended tour with Ready the Prince, who are also coming over from Canada. Oof. You should try and get to some right. of your dates because it will be yeah. amazing. Yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll so good. Tenth <laughs> yeah. uh, of February in Newcastle because that's my birthday. I, I, went <laughs> to, I, went, I went to Newcastle for a catfish gig. It's actually really good. Get good pops from there. Yeah, I was really disappointed when I went to see catfish. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, like. Yeah, I mean, they're, play, they're, play, they're playing at the Hydro, and the Hydro's, it's not the best venue in terms of, like, sound quality's uh, awful there. But, you know, the, the crowd vibes, it's usually quite good, it's all standing that, but, I don't know, I just, I feel like for such a, a big and well-known band, they just, they didn't have the wow factor. Yeah. Because I've seen people like Franz Ferdinand, Franz Ferdinand, I don't know, they, you know they did an album with the band Sparks in the 80s, and then the two, the two bands did a tour together, and I, I saw them at the Battlelands a few years ago, and they were, they just blew me away. With how good they were, and obviously that one's a better venue than Hydro, but they just blew me away. And I don't know, Catfish just they just didn't do it for me. Yeah, they just had an off day. I saw them at Citadel during the summer, and they were amazing. Yeah, I think you'd enjoy them more if you're up the front. To be fair, I was, I was. was, But where where are you? I I was, I was. Oh right, I assumed assumed that you're like. They're certainly on like. (laughs) God no, I was, I was like doing the best, especially me and like ten ten on TV and stuff with folk up on my shoulders, everything. It must have been. The atmosphere was fine, but. I don't know. I've maybe they've already run off the. Maybe I just didn't like their, their gig. I could just be an asshole. You're you running an off day, man. Royal, <laughs> Royal Blood was a dangerous gig we me and Andrew oh, went to. I've had, had injuries after the, that. The, the thing is, right? <laughs> you, you, like, when we're like. We're, we're, we're like, we're moshing about in that, right? And you get to, like, at gigs before, there's always the slow song that gives you a bit to calm down, right? And get a breather. No I was with seven songs into this gig, and I went, oh, shit, there's no slow songs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I can't, I can't stop, I need to keep on going. <laughs> I almost died that I mean, you were wearing, he was wearing this denim vest, right? and he's got, like, badges on them and pins. I had and, and, was, and obviously he's, get, he's getting, like, shoved about, and I can feel all these safety pins going into my arms. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. Get I, like, hope you, I hope you I don't you know, get tetanus shot. Because you're, you're like, ah, I just got jacked by something. I was like... Oh, I wonder what that was. And I was like, oh shit. I was trying <laughs> to manoeuvre it out the way. I was it's trying. It's like the, the mighty bush, the safety pin with the punk on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Kind so, of went off track there, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about um, the local scene within Glasgow and Edinburgh then? So, what some of the local bands that you love? I quite like a band, Rolly Mo. I think they're yeah, really they good. They are really good. Uh, I've been listening to them. They brought something out quite recently. I've been listening to them quite a lot. Yeah. I would. Uh, there's a band the Cobots who we've played with at the Novstar, they're very good. Yeah, they've they done good. some. They're really I different, eh? They are, they're, they're really do. inspired by a lot of sort of 70s, Six, 60s, 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 60s and stuff, yeah. Uh, like, they, they, they covered a Talking Heads song at the gig. Ah, oh, it was pretty cool. I mean, 
like what what other band in in uh, an area is going to cover a Talking Heads song? And it, and it, was, and it wasn't Sneaky Cool Killer. No, I know, and it wasn't like an easy song to play either. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was a difficult song to play. We covered that? it. Uh, is it television? I think it's television. I could be. Yeah, I think. But yeah, it was that was fantastic, and I just sort of it made it stick in my mind because I thought. You, know, you could cover any song yeah. in the world, but to pick Talking Heads, it's just such a niche, not niche as such, but an interesting choice. <laughs> Mind where we covered uh, House of the Rising Sun, and <laughs> in fact, as I just turned it around, oh, that sounds fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> we were listening, to the, right we were listening to the original recording, and it's like this organ that comes in halfway through, and you're just like, like, that's so fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'd say I really like the Shoals. Ah, they're good. The Shoals are really good. The recent got, signal's good. Yeah, the recent Yeah, cockroach is really and good. Their, and their chicken, social media. Chicken. Their social media campaign. Like, uh, brilliant. <laughs> it's really good. They're, they're masters of just using memes to promote their yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to promote their songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was that? That stupid wee gif with the cockroach oh, just the dancing cockroach about. Making stupid uh, sounds. <laughs> it's just it's like it's like, it's like a, a cockroach just going around in circles. Yeah. Um, animate cockroach dancing in circles yeah. and then some guy making weird auto-tune sounds <laughs> over the top of it but, uh, and they've got thousands of views in there yeah. Instagram and stuff just promoting this it's, yeah, yeah. it's impressive um, bye uh, um, like the pa- the the patrons as well the patrons are good as well as Filth they released two songs Filth, they're, they're really new yeah, aren't yeah, they? yeah. this yeah. is certainly their first mm. yeah yeah they kind of, I think they started not that long ago. Yeah. Phil's a good name for a band, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good Phil. Sounds total dirty and minging. Don't say. You come up with some shit. Talk about several hours at once. I think that's that's our options. That's was declared what the yeah. bands are. Who are you most looking forward to seeing in 2020? Oh, gig wise? Yeah. I've not even got any plans. I've got one. Billy Ocean? Anyone? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, it's the weirdest thing ever, but the song Love Really Hurts Without You is a fantastic song to run to. Alright. It's the perfect pace, perfect pace <laughs> for running. Just, just put it out there. Perfect song to run to. I remember that when I'm on the treadmill. The, the BPM just hits. Aye. <laughs> the footsteps are right with it. Um, I, uh, I built, I'm seeing Billy Ocean in September. Uh, that's about it. I need, I need to plan all of them. I'll probably go see Royal Blood again if they Aye. come back because they're absolutely excellent. I want to see Foles. We saw them live. And they're pl- they've got a tour next year. Aye. Aye. I hope Queen's of the Stone Age does something next year. Aye. Pull on it, pull on it. Aye. I think me and Andrew are like, wanting to go see a lot of like like a lot of like local stuff now because we never we never really done that this year or like at all really yeah. but like um so we want to start getting into doing that and going to like local venues and stuff like that and sp- like glasgow and stuff right. like that. i yeah. recommend the novaks the naked feedback the bleeders not just because they've just been on the last three episodes but <laughs> <laughs> right. really I, good gigs. I think the show's played with the novaks i think uh maybe i don't know <laughs> is that king tuts there? Oh, I'll take yeah, some of that. But I, 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 till you get a lot of There's so many good music out there that you can go and see. Yeah, yeah. We, we were honest. We were up in Glasgow the other week there, and we, was, we went to the box. Aye. Again, there was a, there was a live band player on there. We were trying to get into the Priory, but one of our pals never got in. Because he didn't have uh, ID. He did, didn't have ID. Living Glasgow on a fucking Saturday night. Good night. No. <laughs> 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 no. No, 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 no,
<laughs> so what do you guys have coming up in 2020 then? Well, well in 2020, Crash Kid. We're starting off... Um, and first thing's a single. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're, uh, well, the, over the Christmas period, we're going to record our, our, our debut single as the new lineup. No, no, but it is uh, like we're going to record our single lipstick that we've just done. We've just, just, just recorded it for you this evening. Technically, yeah. Or, or going to, depends where you put the song in. But we're going to record that and maybe release it around February or something like that. But yeah. we've, got a, we've got already got a gig set for January as aye, well. Aye. We're doing sn- uh, Sneaky Pete's in January. That's the uh, first hearing about this? Well, this episode will go well, out about mid-January. Mid-January, all right. right. In that case, we've just played a game. <laughs> 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 so but did you choose the fourth then? Was that the fourth that you saw? We went for the 17th, actually. 17th. Yeah. 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 We've got that festival in the summer. Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, we've still to cover a lot for February and March, but we've, we'll... Ha- I, think, I think we've got one... I think we've got one in... April. Aye, Let's keep this controlled. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not confuse everyone, right? In January, we're doing uh, Sneaky Pete's. Um, we're going to be doing one in... We've got one confirmed in March uh, with uh, What's the Noise promotions. And uh, we're doing Record Day in April in Stirling. And we're doing The Box in uh, Glasgow in April as well. And we've also got the this indie festival that's going to be in over in uh, Millport, uh, it's called Happy Days. That's on June the 22nd. Third? <laughs> I think it's the third. Check our Facebook or Instagram. I've got quite a few big bands at that. Yeah, Complete Stone Roses and that, are they? Uh, yeah. yeah, the High Flying Carpets. Uh, that's another good name, isn't it? <laughs> um, so we're, we're going to be playing there, which is pretty nifty. And there's, there's a couple of other places yeah. that I've got. I've got a friend mm-hmm. whose dad owns a pub, and yeah, we'll yeah. try to talk to them to get we're just hitting up a lot of places right now. Right? Yeah. We're just being like, please, let us, let us play. You don't know what we got. <laughs> well, I've got June 26th on here. June 26th? Though. Well, there you go. <laughs> both very wrong. <laughs> June 26th. If you turn for up happy four days, days early, you can't even miss it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just wait in the fields until we turn up. Yeah. <laughs> Six days, not two You know what? <laughs> just turn up on the 24th and we'll all just get very, very drunk on the 26th together. Get the old Get old, rosy. Oh, that's a terrible side. I've done a drink that. that, that, killed. that good, killed fa- good, good thing I was in Millport. <laughs> Na police station there. <laughs> oh, um, aye, so that's what we're doing. But, uh, and then we're going to record another single in the summer. In, in, in the summer to be released in the summer. We're gonna probably we're gonna try and do maybe like three or three or like three or two singles this year, um, and aye, that's what we have planned. Awesome. Yes. Well, thank you guys for coming in. Thanks. This song is called Lipstick. <laughs>